everybody. Welcome to Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 104 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I cannot be more excited to continue sharing with you all personal finance topics that I think could be particularly useful to you in your long-term financial journey. Today, what we're going to talk about is if Christmas shopping has strained your finances this year, I don't ever want it to do so again. And so we're going to talk about all of the ways that we can keep you out of this stressful place with your personal finances and not have to deal with uh, the debt, with the conflict, uh, with the lack of money in your bank account uh, that you may be dealing with now and into the next few weeks. So we're going to try to address that in the best way possible and provide you all the solutions that I can that I think could help you uh, moving forward in this time of year uh, that is you know, very financially stressful, that does put a lot of pressure on us to do all of the right things with money. Before we get started though, if you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave any feedback in the comments down below uh, as we go throughout this episode, and I would be glad to uh, respond to those or answer any questions that you may have. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, then make sure to subscribe there and leave me a review on either one of those sites. Uh, then follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's good supplementary material to the things that I'm putting out daily in these episodes. And then if you need somebody to help you walk through your personal financial life step by step and to uh, help you create a plan that works for you, uh, I can help you do that. Just go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com, click on the Work With Dylan tab, and pick the financial coaching session type that will work best for you, and we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals. Now let us address the elephant in the room. It is Christmas Eve and uh, the presents are likely under the tree or at least they are soon to be under the tree and you're looking and you're going, okay, everything is here and accounted for, but you cannot say the same thing about your own bank account. You cannot say the same thing about the fact that you have bought these presents and either you have way overspent um, or you have you know, spent more than maybe you should, even if you plan to spend this much, maybe you spent more than you should, uh, or you bought it all on credit cards, or you did whatever you may have done that is not reasonable uh, for your own financial life. And this is a hard place to be. I just want to address that first and foremost, uh, because I understand you want to do uh, the best you can for those around you. You want to uh, give good gifts to those around you. You want to give good gifts to your children. And um, I and I completely understand that. But the problem is that good gifts don't necessarily have to be expensive ones. Uh, good gifts do not have to uh, be synonymous with being gifts that are going to break your budget. And too many times we think that that is true. So that's kind of what ends up happening. We end up buying all of these expensive things thinking that those are the good gifts that people want. And it may be, but uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to be the one that is buying those gifts for that person. And given that debt runs rampant around this time of year, given that so many people rack up credit card debt and so many people uh, are sitting on balances that they cannot pay off, even if they intended to, uh, people get downtrodden about their finances. And I want you to know that there is hope. There is the ability to right this ship and turn it around. This year has happened. This year is over uh, Christmas shopping wise, but you have to be able to say, okay, I want to change. I want to do something different 
moving forward. And uh, there are a couple good starts that you can take in order to begin the process of never doing this again. And the first would be we need to lose our reliance on credit cards. We need to lose our reliance on debt. And the best way to do so for most people who have held credit card balances, who have held that debt and accrued interest on that debt, one of the best things that you can do is cut the credit cards up. And we've talked about this before, that credit cards are extremely dangerous uh, and that they have a lot of dangers to them and a lot of things that can come back and bite you. I know there are a lot of benefits and we have talked about those as well, uh, but the dangers outweigh the benefits and especially so if you are going into debt uh, just to buy Christmas presents or uh, or something along those lines. Or you're going into debt for reasons that you don't have to go into debt for. And uh, Christmas would be one of those particular reasons. So uh, I don't want you guys to fall back into that trap. And so if you know that you're holding credit card balances, you know uh, that you are putting yourself in this position year after year, uh, then one of the things that could be most beneficial to you is to just cut up the credit card. Get rid of of that credit card and that would be a good first step in cleaning the slate to begin next year uh, with you know nothing but cash and being able to um, budget well for your Christmas and for your family's Christmas which kind of brings me to my next point which is uh, we have to get into the habit of budgeting and not just budgeting on a month-to-month -month basis but budgeting for specific purposes so for instance, Christmas is a very specific purpose, right? It is something that is specific that happens throughout the year. And so we need to make sure that we are budgeting for that time. We need to make sure that we are budgeting specifically for what gifts we're going to get who, how much we're going to spend on each person, things like that, and sticking to that budget. And if we break the budget, then reallocating the money from one person to another or one gift to another or whatever it may be to make sure we stay within our overall budget for Christmas. Because the thing is, if you're not doing a distinct, unique monthly budget, like I suggest that you do, then the problem is going to be that you don't know how to flex this muscle. You don't know how to work this muscle of budgeting. You don't know how to um, effectively do this. But if you're doing it month by month with your overall monthly finances, you're doing it with your income and your expenses that you have on a monthly basis, then it will be no surprise as to how you should do it for Christmas or how you should do it for any special purpose uh, throughout the year. And so having the budget that says you're going to spend this much here, this much here, this much here, this much here, um, and being able to stick to that budget is going to make a world of difference in your ability uh, to be financially successful around the holidays. Uh, because otherwise, if you do not know what you're going out to purchase, and you're just buying things on a whim, and you're just, oh, that look, I think they'll like this, I think they'll like this, and then you're buying things from a bunch of different places, and you, know, you don't keep up with the bills, you don't keep up with the, the receipts, the tabs, and, and you're just like, how did I end up spending this much money? Because you didn't have a plan. And so that's the thing, we must have a plan, and we must know how to abide by the plan itself. Um, and the way that we need to do that is throughout this next year, Creating those unique monthly budgets and budgeting for things throughout the year uh, will allow us to understand how a budget should work. And then when we're ready to Christmas shop next year, and then what we'll do is we will go about working our way down that list, budgeting uh, for whoever needs budgeted for for Christmas and buying only what 
uh, is written on the budget or spending only the amounts that are written on that budget. And something else that we have to do moving forward, something else that is going to be integral to our success for Christmas shopping moving forward is going to be making sure that we have the money in place to purchase things without credit, to purchase things without debt. Uh, and how do you go about doing that? Well, most people don't have the residual income to buy all the things they want to buy for Christmas uh, just in December, just in one month. Uh, most people do not have that going on. And so what needs to be done to make sure that we actually have the cash in place and to make sure that we don't break budget and that we don't uh, go screaming back to credit cards for that security that we've always looked to them for, then what we have to do is set the money aside systematically throughout the year. I mean, we've talked about systematically giving. We've talked about systematically investing and saving even. Uh, but we can systematically save for Christmas. And you may think this is kind of strange. You may think this is kind of out of the ordinary because you're like, why do I need to be saving for Christmas in April or March of that year? And I'm like, because Christmas shows up quickly. And just a little bit every month adds up. Then once you get to December, you don't have to, you know, ruin all of the money that you make in the month of December uh, you can go ahead and spend that money that you've already saved into what we call the sinking funds, right? These sinking funds are, are these savings accounts that are set aside for specific purposes. And these accounts that are earmarked for these specific purposes, like the paying for Christmas sinking funds. And I told you before, you should have sinking funds for things like car repairs and things like that, that you know you're going to have to pay for. Uh, you just don't know when they're going to occur. But um, anything that you know you're going to have to pay for, then you should be preparing and saving for. Because the problem is far too many people treat Christmas like an emergency. Far too many people think, oh, oh crap, uh, Christmas snuck up on me. I need to go out and buy all these presents and do all these things. And oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Well, guys, Christmas is December 25th every year. Uh, just keep checking the calendar. Christmas is the same day every single year. And given that that is the case, then we should not be surprised by Christmas. We should not be surprised that this is going to come up every single year. And so just like anything, I mean, you're not surprised when your mortgage is due or when your rent is due. You're not surprised about that. Why? Because the first of every month, guess what? It's due. And so the same goes for Christmas. The 25th of every December, Christmas is coming. And so why are we not prepared? Why are we not prepared for this time when we know we're going to spend large sums of money. And so we might as well go ahead and throughout the year be saving $50, $100 a month, whatever it needs to be for your particular situation and the gifts that you intend to buy that year. You need to be saving that systematically throughout the year. Is it going to be perfect? Uh, probably not. But guess what? If you oversave by just a little bit, uh, then you will be more than prepared for the time when you actually um, are ready to go ahead and buy the gifts. Um, and so I, I just want you to be prepared in that way. I want you to be prepared with the budget. I want you to be prepared uh, with the money in your account so you don't end up running to debt for these particular issues. And I know we've talked about some of these things before, but the thing is, I know a lot of you are also watching this for the first time. I know a lot of you are listening to this for the first time. And what I want to convey to you guys is that even though you may have made those mistakes already this year, 
uh, and this year is you know basically gone at this point. If you haven't bought your Christmas presents by now, uh, you need to get on the ball. You've got about uh, 24 hours, okay, uh, and no watch, but still looking at my my wrist. So um, you need to get on the ball. But my whole point is that when we get to this coming year, and uh, when Christmas shopping is in full force this coming year, then I want to make sure that you are not among the group that is going into debt, that is not struggling, that is not pinching pennies because uh, you don't have enough money to do the things that you wanted to do. Prepare, and then you will be able to um, live the Christmas that you want to live next year. And then that kind of brings me to another thing. Are we living a Christmas that is bigger than what we need to be living? Uh, Are we spending more than we should be spending? And why are we doing so? Why are we Uh, deciding that this is okay. Christmas is one of those times that we decide it's okay to justify. We decide it's okay to justify that, uh, oh, we spent all this money, oh, it's okay, it's okay. We, you know, we don't have to, you know, do X, Y, and Z this month. We will just, you know, use that money on Christmas presents, use that money on uh, whatever Christmas-related activity that you actually uh, take on during this season. And I think even though a lot of the things that we actually do around this time of year, whether it be purchasing presents or doing activities, um, it's about our families, right? We want to uh, do the best for our families, have the most fun, uh, see the most joy in the face of a child, things like that. And uh, in wanting to do so, I think we just justify, justify, justify. Well, I will go as far as saying if nobody else wants to be the bad guy, that we do it too much. We justify, justify, justify in order to spend too much on Christmas, far too much, far too often. Um, I think we only look at certain options. We only think about things in terms of, oh, we can either do that or not do that. Not, we can either do this activity or do some activity that is um, more cost effective, less expensive to everybody to, to go and do this thing. Like, you know, I know some people... like to go to plays and musical this time of year. And I I know that that's not a a big thing this year because of uh, COVID-19, but that's something that people do. People like to uh, go and and look at these huge Christmas lights displays that you pay to go look at. And um, I know that that is a thing as well. And then um, all types of different family gatherings that um, individuals are paying for meals for and, and all these types of things, right? Uh, I'm not saying any of them is inherently bad, but maybe you need to begin picking your spots. You need to begin picking your spots as to, okay, I know how much I need to be spending for Christmas because like I said, we have budgeted for Christmas and we are systematically saving up for Christmas. And when I was saying budgeting and saving up systematically for Christmas, I am not just talking about presents, even though that is a large part of what's going on there. I'm talking about money I'm going to be spending on all parts of of Christmas, uh, because otherwise those other parts of Christmas can be just as dangerous uh, as the gift giving and the gift purchasing part of Christmas. And so we need to make sure that we are prepared for that too. And just don't be afraid to say no to some of these things. Don't be afraid to say, I can't do that. I'm, I'm working a plan. I don't have the money to do that yet. And if you do have the money to do it, by all means, do it. And if you plan to do something or you know spend money on something, by all means. Uh, but if you aren't in that place and you know you aren't in that place, don't let others pressure you into doing something 
especially somebody who you're looking at and you're going, oh, well, I have it better than them and they're going to go do it and blah, blah, blah. Like, don't compare yourself to others. Compare yourself to yourself. Uh, look at what you have going on and what you uh, think you need to be doing with your money and say, is this an effective way to use my money? Is this a smart way to use my money? I promise you that far less people are going to be frustrated uh, with you. Far less people are going to be impacted by your decision than you may think. Uh, and then you are going to be directly impacted by that decision and be so glad uh, that you decided to do the thing that is the most um, effective for you in your financial life at that point. But like I said, once you do get to that point where you do have money and where you do have the ability uh, to do all the things and you know spend the money on you know whatever you want to spend it on during Christmas time, then by all means do so. But I don't want you to be in that place where you're in debt or you don't have any emergency savings or uh, you can't even pay for your Christmas completely without leaning on your credit cards uh, that you um, you know, think at that point that you can do all of the things that everybody else is doing. And, and that's just not the case. I know that normal is broke. I know that normal people do stupid things, uh, but I don't want us to be normal people. I want us to be weird people doing weird things uh, in, a, in a good way, weird in a good way, weird in a way where, um, you know, people look at us and go, wow, that's, that's strange what they're doing. But then 20 years later, they look at you and they go, Oh, that guy did all those strange things, but it paid off for him. Okay. So, or that girl did all those strange things and it, it, it turned out well for her as well. So, um, I don't want you guys to think that I'm trying to get you to not ever spend money or not do fun things or not enjoy your Christmas season, but you can do so, uh, on a budget. You can do so, uh, with cash without credit cards. And, uh, it doesn't have to be such a burden on you and your family. So I've talked about some ways that you can prepare and some ways that you can think about um, how you can uh, limit your cost this coming Christmas. Uh, but I want to talk specifically about how can we save money? How can we save money when we go Christmas shopping? Uh, how can we save money if we're going to buy for all of these people? How can we do that? Uh, how is that going to work out? Um, especially when you know, you've never stayed under budget for Christmas, or you've never had a budget for Christmas, or you've never not used your credit card for Christmas. Like, how can you actually go about saving money? Well, here, here are a few tips for you that you can take actionable steps uh, and actually do these things, and your financial life after next Christmas will turn out a lot better than it's looking for this year. So first and foremost, I think a good cost-saving measure for us all is to shop early. Do not wait until December 20th to be buying your Christmas presents for someone. Shop early. Be ordering things earlier in the year, October, uh, November, early November, right? Uh, be ordering things to where uh, there is no doubt that they are going to be there for Christmas, right? The thing is, is that we have a whole year to look forward to the next Christmas. Christmas is not occurring every month, right? So we have this whole year to look forward. If you find something that you think somebody will like, you find something that you know that somebody wants and it is at a steep discount. It is on sale and you have the cash saved up in that sinking fund that we were talking about to go ahead and pay for it and it's June or July, then go ahead and buy it then. Go ahead and do that, um, especially if you think there's no way you'll get a better deal. 
then shopping early sometimes you can find these deals, especially on things like winter clothing, right? That that's a big thing during Christmas time is a lot of people are getting coats and they're getting uh, toboggans, hats, and, and they're getting sweaters and and all of these different types of Christmas clothes, boots, stuff like that, and you'll find that when it's hot outside and people aren't wearing those types of clothes uh, or you know those types of accessories, then you can buy those things for somebody at a steep, steep discount. So those things will be very much discounted when it is hot outside. Uh, and so if you find something like that, then go ahead and purchase it then. And then once you get to your actual Christmas shopping later, then you can look up and go, oh, they're already bought for. Fantastic, awesome. Uh, and you don't have to worry about that thing. Not to mention, uh, buying Christmas gifts earlier is just such a uh, relief as far as having it all done and not being a part of the hustle and bustle of Christmas season uh, that just gets people far too stressed out. But yeah, buy your gifts early. Buy them early uh, and you will be surprised at some of the uh, deals that you find. Don't overlook fantastic deals throughout the year when you know that Christmas season is going to come back around and everything's going to be marked up at full price, which is not what we're looking for. Uh, so save money, shop early. And then kind of a tag along to shopping early uh, is to shop online earlier. Uh, because when you shop online earlier, then you can typically get lower shipping costs because we know that this time of year everything is being shipped everything's being shipped here there everywhere by amazon fedex ups those people who drive those trucks are working overtime literally uh, and so uh, we want to make sure that if we can we want to buy things earlier so we can save on shipping costs because as we get closer to the christmas season then shipping costs are going to increase and so we want to minimize our costs by minimizing shipping costs and therefore you should buy online and buy early. Then a couple other ways that you can save money uh, around giving Christmas gifts is to re-gift items. Now I know this is frowned upon but who will ever know if you don't tell anybody, right? Uh, you can re-gift things that you think somebody else would like uh, that maybe you have gotten no use out of or um, something along that line, or let's say it's a gift card and you get this gift card and you'll say, oh, well, I can use that gift card as a gift for so-and-so. They would like the, the gift card to that place. Um, so it's keep it thoughtful, but in the same way, that can be a very, very easy measure to take to not spend money on gifts and save a lot of money in the gift giving process. So re-gifting, don't think of it as negatively as you have in the past. I'm not saying to give people crap. If you don't like uh, whatever it is, and you don't think they'll like it either, then don't give it to them. Uh, but if you think they'll like it and you're not getting any use out of it, then it could be a very, very effective re-gift. And then I would also suggest making presents. Make things for people. If you are crafty or handy or, or whatever you may be, uh, then you can make things for people for Christmas. Um, just some very, very basic examples here. Like if you are very... Uh, artistic and crafty, then you can use your skills at a very low cost to go ahead and do things for people that you think they would enjoy, uh, make things that people can put on their walls and look at and go, you know, so-and-so did that for me. That was, uh, you know, very thoughtful of them. And, and I, I just think that's a, a way that you can do something that somebody would really enjoy for a really low cost. Uh, and similarly, let's say, you know, let's say you're a good uh, woodworker, carpenter type person. I know my brother-in-law is and you could create things for people especially if you can uh, get your hands on on wood at at no cost uh, you know you can harvest your own wood uh, then 
you can go and build things for people that are only going to take your time and effort and you can give them those types of gifts uh, this Christmas. So um, just keep those things in mind. If you have a particular set of skills where you can make presents for somebody, then don't feel bad about doing so. Go and do that. Uh, and a lot of times people love those gifts a lot more because they seem a lot more thoughtful. They seem a lot more genuine and from the heart. Uh, and then it actually turns out they're a lot less from the wallet, uh, which is our whole goal here. So I hope that these have been some effective ways that you can save money. But I want to just wrap this up by reminding you, do not turn to debt next Christmas. Do not uh, start this next year off like you started off last year. Uh, do not start this next year off with the thought of, oh, Christmas will come in December and I'll just deal with it then. Uh, there's no reason to worry about it now. There's no reason to, to think about it now. No, think about it now. While it's fresh on your mind, Christmas is here uh, it's fresh on our mind. Let us think about this now. And let's go ahead and set up those sinking funds. Begin budgeting and thinking about how much we really want to spend next Christmas. Hey, and you can always change the budget as things change. So just know that that is malleable, uh, but it should be malleable to the income that you are making and the people that you are going to be purchasing gifts for and the things you are planning to do next Christmas. So I definitely want you to have fun with Christmas. I definitely want you to enjoy Christmas. Uh, I want it to be uh, as little stress as possible on you. And the way that you can make it so is to make the Christmas shopping uh, and the gift giving aspect uh, as joyful and stress free as possible. So thanks for watching this episode, guys. If you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below if you haven't done so already. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, then make sure that you subscribe and leave me a review. Uh, follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's really good uh, supplementary materials to the things I'm putting out uh, in these long form episodes every day. And then if you need somebody to walk with you through a financial plan, walk with you uh, in creating a financial plan that is specific to you and your life and your family, then I can help you do that. Just go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the Work With Dylan tab and pick the financial coaching session type that would work best for you, and we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals. So tune in tomorrow as it is Christmas, and we are going to talk about the greatest gift of them all. So thanks for tuning into this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.